you are essentially operating like a high performance athlete. And I want you to think of yourself as a high performance athlete. The requirements and needs of autistic children are extreme. Children are extreme, but autistic children are even more extreme. Want to truly be the best parent you can be and help your child thrive after their autism diagnosis? This podcast is for all in parents like you who know more is possible for your child. With each episode, we reveal a secret that empowers you to be the parent your child needs now, saving you time, energy, and money, and helping you focus on what truly matters most, your child. I'm Cass. And I'm Len. Welcome to Autism Parenting Secrets. Welcome to Autism Parenting Secrets. This week, we're diving into supplementation because there are absolutely some key vitamins and minerals that you just can't get from food alone. And my guest this week is Wade Lightheart, and he is a leading authority on this topic. Wade's an advisor to the American Cancer Institute, a three-time all-natural bodybuilding champion, despite his lousy genetics and vegetarian diet. And he also studied exercise physiology and nutrition at the University of New Brunswick. As a coach and president and co-founder of BioOptimizers, he's helped over 50,000 people achieve bio-optimized health for the last 25 years. The mineral we're talking about today is just too important for you, the parent, and your child on the spectrum to ignore. You simply don't want to tolerate a deficiency here. The secret this week is. Magnesium is essential, all forms. Welcome, Wade. Yeah, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, again, it's uh, this topic is kind of near and dear to my heart because you know early on, especially with supplements and parents, you know if they're trying to help their child, they may kind of be overwhelmed with everyone's got a recommendation of what you should do for your child. But in this case, you know there's a handful of supplements. That really, what I said at the beginning is true. You, it's just so hard to get something in diet these days, you know, given how foods change so much. So I know vitamin D is one, but magnesium is right behind it. And I know for myself, um, magnesium has been really important for so many issues, which we'll talk about. But, uh, you know, I just want to, again, appreciate the work you and your company have done, and particularly your former magnesium, magnesium breakthrough, has just really been a game changer for me. No, that's great. Thanks. It's nice to hear. So tell me a little bit, you know, I I gave a brief bio, but I know your company's all about having, solving problems for people who are trying to, you know, correct any issues they're having with their health and to try to move towards more optimization. Um, And at least from my vantage point, I know you have a lot of different root causes that you address, but magnesium just was one that really mattered so much for me. And I think it's probably your flagship product, but can you talk a little bit about what went into creating um, a form of magnesium that includes all forms? Well, I think we have to back the truck up a little bit because, you know, I'm not, I'm not a person that just goes out and advocates uh, a random set of nutritional supplements for people in order to fix a broken lifestyle or a broken diet. So I'll give you a little bit of my own background and how we go about developing and producing products and the concept around it. Because in my opinion, the concept is more important than the uh, lifestyle program or the uh, products that might entail. If you don't get the first part of the equation correct, you are invariably going to be chasing the next it thing that's out there. And that's going to be a recipe of trying to mitigate a defective lifestyle. And that's not what we're into it by optimizers. So Matt and I were both personal trainers in Vancouver, you know, 25 years ago, training the who's who with completely different dietary philosophies. He's a ketogenic guy. I'm a plant-based guy. He's training UFC fighters. I'm competing in bodybuilding contests without drugs on a plant-based diet. And we had lots of arguments and we have an argument that I think 
spills over across decades inside the health and fitness industry. And that is, what is the right diet? And I say, there's three questions that a person has to answer. What is the right diet for me? What's the diet for me right now? And what's the right diet for me moving forward over the long term? Now, without assessing it where you're at, then, or where you're trying to go, you are going to be caught in the spinning circle of chasing your tail and you're going to get suboptimal results. So, yeah, sure, I can say here, you know, take our magnesium, take a couple capsules in the morning, a couple capsules in the afternoon. You're going to feel a relief in the stress and anxiety. You'll probably sleep better. Uh, you know, you'll uh, metabolize a lot of things better. Your uh, blood serum levels of magnesium will be better. You'll have better relaxes. I could go on and, and tout the effects. But before I do that, I'm, I want to encourage the listener, particularly someone who has children with autism, is to recognize a couple of things. You are essentially operating like a high-performance athlete. And I want you to think of yourself as a high-performance athlete. The requirements and needs of autistic children are extreme. Children are extreme, but autistic children are even more extreme. Now, there's two aspects to that. So if you are going to, first off, I think a lot of parents I'd come at this process out of uh, a subconscious level of guilt. Somehow I did something wrong. Did I mess my kid up? Did I, you know, take him to the wrong medical situation? Did I, was, was it a genetic thing? Did I pass these? Like, what is it? And those are very difficult to determine, first and foremost. Second, um, that's like height, you know? You, you know, it's just, with when you have kids, you're, you're, it's the ultimate crapshoot. You can do everything right and your child dies at an early age. You can do everything right and your child has a debilitating disease. You can do everything wrong and your kids turn out all right. So your kids are essentially not your own. They're your responsibility for a period of time. And in the autistic case, it's extreme. Now, that's the case. So if you're listening to this podcast and you had autistic kids, okay, great. You have committed, you're listening to this podcast, obviously you're doing everything that you possibly can to primarily to mitigate the guilt. So I would first and foremost address the subconscious guilt that may be present that's driving you to destroy yourself. And it's common in high performance athletes. If you look at um, the psychological metrics of a lot of really top end performer athletes, is why I'm using this reference is they're driven by a traumatic event early in their childhood, and that's how they mitigate out of it. Same thing for special operators. It's as interesting. I was interviewing a special operator uh, recently, and I said, what is the most common element of special operators? And he said, uh, childhood trauma and the ability to self-regulate. Okay, so if you look at a special operator that special forces they are subjected to extremely challenging situations. If you look at a high-performance athlete, they're put in extremely challenging positions. And if you look at yourself as a parent of an autistic kid, you are put in extremely challenging positions. So what can we learn as an adult? Number one, Forget whatever the emotional side, address that with the psychologist and get that addressed and stuff and make sure that you take care of yourself. Number two is you have to build a regimen, very much like a special operator, very much like a high performance athlete in order to support your capacity to support your child's needs. And you have to become capable at managing yourself before you can transform or transfer those skills to your children. And maybe you only have one kid, you might have several kids, some with autism, some with not. And of course that, you know, even creates a, a further complication about attention and, you know, sibling rivalries and all that sort of stuff that comes in. So 
that's the situation you're presented with. Accept it. Number one, you have to accept what it is. And number two, you have to recognize that it's your responsibility as the adult in the room, as the professional in the room, as the special operator, as the high performance athlete, you are the high performance parent. You have to show up like a high performer. It is not good enough. For example, if you burn yourself out and cannot physically take care of your child, what are the consequences for you or the other children in your family? They're extremely severe. A special forces operator on a, on a particular mission has 1,000 personal checks that they have to do, plus maybe five or 600, which are relative to the mission. And I'm talking as much as like taping each of the eyelets on their boots before they make a jump. Because if they have one of those loose, they could jump a thousand times, but then it catches the shoot of another guy and they both go down and, and, and die. And they have a thousand things that someone's going to die if they don't do that. And so that's why they there's levels of professions and why they have levels of respect. Same thing with professional athletes. Tom Brady is not doesn't win six Super Bowls if he doesn't have big offensive linemen who are putting in the work and the research and the discipline in order to prepare themselves for the people who are trying to break Tom Brady in half. Now, nobody knows about those guys. Most people can't name five offensive linemen in the NFL, let alone who's ever played with Tom Brady. But you can bet that Tom Brady knows every one of those guys and works with every single one of those guys and knows all the best ones in the league and all the other ones and, and, and helps them prepare in order to be successful because he knows their success is key to his. Same thing with receivers, same thing. With so you're running a team, which is your family, and you are the quarterback. You are the most important player because everything is dependent on you being able to move the ball down the field. You, you And that move the ball downfield is moving your family forward, right? To, or, or as a special operator, you have a, a special needs child that needs particular attention and a lot more effort and a lot more patience. So you have to be on your A game. So what is your daily routine in order to maintain that? And so we talk about that in our books Um you know, um, from sick to superhuman about the transformative process. We've got a new book coming out this year uh, at the end of September called the ultimate nutrition Bible, which is showing you how to craft the right lifestyle for you, regardless of the dietary choice, how to win on every diet, how do you leverage your genetics? So you have predispositions in your own genetics that would lean you to be more successful on one diet versus another, or you might be more predisposed for certain uh, stress related diseases or, for example, I'll give a when you do my own genetics, and I think a lot of autistic people are, are a little further ahead in understanding the role of genetics in the in in this prospect. But you can look at your own genetics and realize, okay, I have a predisposition. For example, in my own case, I have a predisposition for cardiovascular disease. That's not a that's not a death sentence. What it means is, if I don't mitigate those particular things, the likelihood that I have a heart attack or a stroke. It takes me out before I my natural timeline is higher. So I build a dietary strategy around that philosophy. And I look at the interaction of my digestive health. So you have about, you know, a few thousand, 22,000 genes approximately in the human body. And you have like 3 million in your microbiome. Okay, so the the genetic expression in mutability of your gut bacteria is a big aspect in how well you function. By the way, that's also a key factor in autism is gut flora. A lot of autistic kids are hypersensitive to foods. And there's a lot of evidence to suggest it's because of suboptimal microbiomes. In other words, they don't have enough of the symbiotic bacteria in order to produce the building blocks and energy units that allow you to function properly and there's a there's a growing amount of interest and expression of that interest in programs and stuff to address digestive health needs for both the parents and the children because there's usually a correlation on some level between both parents predispositions and then what it expresses just like I have a predisposition for cardiovascular disease. And so I address that. So 
understanding that you're not a prison of your genetics, that your genetics is a way to understand. It's a blueprint for your house, how the plumbing works, how the wiring works, you know, where the generators are, where the breakers are, all that stuff, just like your house. And if you don't know that, I would suggest people to go start with that. Get a good genetics test. Um, get a genetics test. Get a naturopathic doctor to 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 share that with you. You'll look at your neurochemistry, how well you manage stress, what type of person. You and your spouse, for example, if you're doing this with a spouse, are probably wired up a little bit different. So you need to address your lifestyle and your interaction with your kids in the same way. So in and largely in part, uh, a good number of the population are suffering from neurotransmitter deficiency because they're not converting the protein that they're eating into the amino acids for the bacteria, which produce many of the neurotransmitter that makes you feel healthy, happy, and connected. So that's where I would start people at first to recognize that you're a high-performance athlete and that you've got to take care of that physiology. So that means you got to make sure that your blood sugar stays stable. That means picking a diet that keeps your blood sugar even. So you might be more predisposed to a ketogenic diet. You might be more pre predisposed for a paleo style or a plant-based. One thing I can say, got to eat natural foods, as much natural foods. as well. When you are stressed and rushed, the tendency to get hyper palatable, quick and easy fixes of simple foods to kind of keep you going, to kind of manage everything that's going on. I get why people do that. I, it's not, I'm not condemning. It's a recipe for disaster because what happens is that blows out your blood sugar levels. It increases cortisol production. Your body goes into fight or flight response. You exhaust one set of neurotransmitters. Over time, you blow out your HPA access, which means that you can't mitigate stress response. And guess what? Your kid picks up on that in a microsecond. Um, Autistic kids are highly perceptive of what's going on with you, even though you may not look. In fact, they're hypersensitive to it. So being at your best and being at your ultimate places creates a safe and connective environment so that you can be the best parent you can in that situation and provide for the needs of your child. And I find that if you can do that, oftentimes that's when you start to discover the unique gifts that your child may have that are not readily available to the casual observer. You need to be in an optimized state so that you can intuit those needs in a great place because you're capable of doing it. When you're stressed, burned out, not in the right place, low blood sugar, not enough sleep, running on caffeine, sacrificing yourself as a martyr because of some unconscious guilt, you're into a whole lot of problems. And so I just want to reach out as a someone that's coached thousands of people and I've had clients in that case and a variety of other cases when they're dealing with um, family members who have challenging disease states. And that's a common thing. I went, I went through that with my sister's death uh, when I was a teenager. She had developed cancer. And uh, I watched that whole process unfold for four years. She was four years my senior before she died. So I, I literally watched her go from a high-performing athlete to, to death. And the inherent emotional suffering that that caused for my parents and uh, the self-sacrifice that they did and in in and in, in, in myself and all that sort of stuff in the, in the cascading effect. No, it's not autism, but it is that was a situation for a period of time where we had extreme levels of it's it's a strange thing because there's a you want to do everything you can, but on this, another level, you know it's almost hopeless on another thing. So it's a weird psychological place to be in that feels somehow you're trying to over exceed your capacity to make up for that which you can't change. And so I just wanted to address that first and foremost for your listeners to give themselves a break, to give themselves uh, an aspect, and then to recognize that doesn't change the situation, mind you. It doesn't change your responsibility. It doesn't change the challenges that you're going to face. But what it does do is it opens you up to recognize, okay, this is the situation I, ha I have. I've got to show up in my best state. What are the things that I need to do? So choosing the right diet, making sure that you have a minimal amount of daily exercise a day, however you figure that out, whether that's jumping on a rebounder in your house 
whether that's, you know, walking on a treadmill, if you can't get a, get away, but you have to implement something on a daily basis where you're getting, I would say at least 60 minutes a day of, of exercise. And if you have to get up before everybody gets up, then do it. If you have to stay up before everybody goes to bed, then do it. Like you have to have that routine, like an athlete, like a special operator say, I've got to do this. I got to show up for me because if I show up for me, I now have the cardiovascular health. I now have the blood sugar regulation. I now have the oxygen carrying capacity so that I can show up to the best state at the best time. And then on a dietary side, you can start getting into the supplements that are going to offset your genetic predispositions for deficiency or the missing holes in the diet that that that's best for you. All right. Well, you know, this is the best example I've ever had of somebody who I could just hand off to, and you touched on so many key concepts. So thank you for that. It was it was a privilege listening to that expansive take. And it all comes back down to, and I love the, your special forces analogy. Very, it, this is about a parent really working on their self care. And I know parents don't generally want to hear that, but um, but I, we had on the show Brian Bradley from Agoski, which is all about postural type exercises, and he used the phrase about how parents need to train for the sport of autism. And that yes. might really, that might really trigger some people when they hear that, that it's not a sport. But everything you're talking about is it's about the parent, you know, not just kind of grudgingly acknowledge, yeah, my self-care is important. I'll get I'll get around to that down the road, but just full on embracing that they are the key. And if they can figure out what's going to work for them and hit those foundational things that you touched on, I mean, my goodness, gut health, the idea of the guilt and the shame not helping you at all, right? And not be, and it's totally in the way. And um, and just all the things that you touched on are so relevant. But ultimately, you know, the exciting thing for a parent is there's so much they can do yeah. to improve their own situation, to set up a strong foundation for them and their child. And that's why, yes, I wanted to start with magnesium because that is important, but you, you provided really good context where it's not about a supplement. It's not about a pill. Um, and especially when it comes to diet, which you touched on, that's a big, very confusing part of the journey because all parents are hearing so much conflicting information saying, hey, do a gluten-free diet, do a casein-free diet, or do this X, Y, and Z diet. And ultimately, it's so individualistic that what's right for that parent or that child can vary wildly. But the importance of eating clean food <laughs> you know, not, not non-toxic food. And then if you are taking control in the kitchen, there are some things that yes, maybe even despite your best efforts, some help along the way, if you know what it's doing and why you're doing it can be very, very, an important piece of this very complex puzzle. Yeah. And, and the good news is, is that's why we come, we're on September 26th, we're launching the ultimate nutrition Bible because we address those things and how do you go about doing that? And that's literally picking a genetic test, getting a test to see your predisposition. So for example, I, I metabolize vitamin C really well. I'll give you some extreme example. I'm going to give you some off the cuff extreme examples to show how you can mitigate things and you will not hear this in a physician's office or you will not hear this at your nutrition office so for example i metabolize vitamin c extremely well and i metabolize b12 very well and those are two really kind of like i would say heavyweight nutrients b12 specifically for vegetarians because vegetarians don't make it uh, don't get enough b12 in their diet and vitamin C, of course, came to fame by Dr. Linus Pauling. Now, I would encourage um, anyone who has autistic children to refer to orthomolecular psychiatry. And it uh, was developed by uh, Dr. Linus Pauling, Dr. Abram Hoffer, and Dr. David Hawkins. In fact, I have their book uh, from 1973 when they turned the entire psychiatric practice upside down. And I'm going to get to my point in a second. And so what they were determining is they were treating uh, hopeless cases of schizophrenia with high doses of vitamins and minerals. And of course, you can imagine the upset that caused in the pharmaceutical industry. They were attacked viciously. Of course, Linus Pauling is a two-time Nobel Prize winner. 
And uh, Dr. Abram Hoffer is the founder of Orthomolecular Nutrition, uh, basically uh, helping people overcome genetic deficiencies through super physiological dosages of vitamins because they might not metabolize. I don't metabolize fats particularly well. So I have to be very conscientious about the essential fatty acids I consume. So on one hand, on when Pauling and them did some studies back in the 70s, this will blow people away. They started to look at tobacco toxicity. And most people would say, oh yeah, smoking is really bad for you. Well, Prior to that, in the 1950, before they went to chemical additives to cigarettes, they couldn't find lung cases of lung cancer in the 1920s by Dr. Koch with tobacco usage, which had been used for thousands of years in Native American. You know, 1950s, it switched over to commercial problems. They added a thousand different carcinogenic materials into cigarettes and lung cancer and these types of things started to spike. And in the 70s, everybody was smoking. So I said, well, can we mitigate the damage from smoking and he found that three grams of vitamin c reduced the oxidative damage of the cigarettes to negligible the average person living in a city uh, is going to inhale the carcinogens of about two packs of smoke a day just from the brake dust and exhaust pollution like here in los angeles and i noticed the difference when i moved here five years ago so what do i do to to counteract that toxicity i take a minimum of two grams of liposomal vitamin C a day. Why do I do that? Do I need three? No, because I metabolize vitamin C very good. The, the, the standard is three on the deviation. Yeah. Now, some people who don't metabolize it very well might do better with four. They found that with three, you had an 80% success rate. Uh, so th that's how they work out these P ratios and stuff like that. And without getting into the, the, the aspects, is your genetics will actually determine how much of a vitamin or nutrient or mineral that you may need or what you're missing in your ordinary diet. And there's a variety of tests that you can take on top of that. Like um, I'm a big believer in the specter cell test to see what nutrition deficiencies you're coming into at this stage. Because if you're here today and you've got kids, you're at least in your late 20s to 30s and probably many of us in our 40s and maybe even beyond that in our 50s. So how you show up is, is, is how you show up. So in that case, now with vitamin B12, I can do okay on a vegetarian diet. And I, I supplement with a little bit of a specific vitamin B12 because my metabolism does well metabolizing that. There's several different kinds. So again, I have specific understanding of how to keep myself at the optimal level as a high performance athlete. Same thing for you. And then that's going to just change how you look at diets. You won't be confused about whether keto, paleo, plant-based is for you, whether you can do on if it fits your macro diet. What I can say um, is blood sugar regulation is a big factor in maintaining a stress-free lifestyle. So what does that mean? Probably lean to a higher protein content in your diet with regular consistent feedings. So high protein high fiber. I think those are the two mitigators of appetite. So that keeps you from having those low blood sugar crashes. So as a plant-based guy, I offset that hunger factor with fiber. If you're more leaning towards an animal-based protein diet, then you, you want to make sure that you have regular servings of animal protein throughout the day with a little bit of vegetables and carbohydrates. Uh, and, you know, some essential fatty acids. So, so good olive oil or, or those like Udo's oil, things like that, hemp oil, these type of things so that you have good fats for your brain and, and spacing those out. And the only way that you're going to do that is if you're prepared, you have to have your food prepared. And oftentimes with autistic children, they can be very picky when it comes to what they can eat, because literally the feedback loops for them are extreme. Uh, if it's something that's not suitable for them. And you learn very quickly that, hey, they only go with certain things. But uh, if you're you if you're addressing the microbiome, ensuring that you're getting uh, good enzymes and good probiotics on a day-to-day -day basis is an essential component. So I started off in the digestive health because I blew my digestive system out competing at the Mr. Universe contest, met a doctor. Uh, he explained to me that I knew how to build the body from the outside in. He taught me to build the inside out. Matt and I started, I did his program six weeks or six months later. I, you know, I recaptured my physique and my health and vitality. And Matt and I went on a mission for the last 20 years 
to help people and share that message. And so that's the ethos of bioptimizers. Now, um, we developed the whole digestive suite, but we recognized in our research, we have a lab in Bosnia uh, where we have a team of PhDs and master's students doing literally uh, experiments every single day on how products are absorbed, how they're utilized, how they affect our microbiomes, what um, uh, nutrients and uh, products are being produced by these bacteria and what things impacted the most. And one of the most remarkable things that we found is if there's a miracle mineral out there, it's probably magnesium. Why is that? Well, there's a couple of theories around it, and I will say that they're theories, but they tend to hold weight at least anecdotally or clinically. In other words, in North America in the 1940s, and this is relative to the autistic debate as well, after World War II, people moved from farms, which half the people were on, had grew their own food or grew food locally into the cities and started working manufacturing and jobs and things like that. So the government started to realize, well, who's going to produce all the food? So they started to create food boards and directives so that they would make sure they had enough of the staple foods, you know, wheat and corn and soy and these types of things, right? And so these large regulatory boards happened and we went to monoculturing. Monoculturing um, had some, although we increased production in yield, we had to use fertilizers that reduced the enzymatic capability of the uh, of the plants as well as reduce the mineral content in our food so we grew food faster but it had lower nutrients the weakness of those foods made them more susceptible to um uh parasitical invaders or you know bugs things like that so the development of uh, insecticides became prolific things like roundup became really popular and a variety of other chemical agents. These agents dip, disrupt the enzyme and microbe, the bacteria cultures that are essential to plant life. Now they kill off the weeds and they let the, and they started growing genetically modified crops that could toxic. But what does that mean? What that means is just following the diet that our parents followed or our grandparents followed became, didn't provide us the same nutrients and it dumped an excessive amount of chemicals into our systems. Okay, so now we've got a twofold problem. The one of the things that came out of it is that almost everybody in North America now today, 60 years removed from that time, 67 years removed from that time, now has magnesium deficiencies. Now, that's further compounded by a digital world. Blue screens like TVs, computers, cell phones, tablets, um, fluorescent lighting in your house, okay? Um, all of this creates a stress response by changing our circadian rhythm. Everything works on a 24-hour clock because of the way the sun is, and we used to spend most of our time outdoors. Now we spend most of our time indoors, and we're subjected to these obtuse lighting conditions, which creates a stress response in the body and increase the cortisol, and that tends to exhaust magnesium stores. Plus, we don't get enough magnesium in our diet because the North American soil doesn't have very much magnesium. On top of that, we're exposed to a lot of electromagnetic pollution, cell phones, um, um, our, our Wi-Fi towers, all of these things. You look on your phone and just see how many people in your neighborhood, like how many different conductors are going. And this is disrupting sleep patterns. We're staying up and looking, shining light in our eyes, which are making our circadian rhythms. We're nutrient deficient. We're taking excessive amounts of caffeine, which reduces our ability to uptake magnesium. And there's all this research out there showing out, oh, well, hey, well, magnesium helps this or magnesium helps, helps that. So we start to look at it. It's like, well, should I get all these results? And about, um, I think it was about six years ago, I was running three companies uh, and training at a very high level. I was training two to three hours a day, running three companies across several continents. Uh, I wasn't sleeping much. I, I thought I was a superhuman. I thought I could do everything. One of those companies was struggling and um, it, was in, it was in a complex situation. And I had that feeling of guilt that I referred to earlier that you might have. And that feeling of guilt 
was driving me to work beyond my performance capabilities. Now, I've spent my whole life as a nutritionist, as an exercise physiologist, as a coach, as a high-performing athlete who's competed at world championships, et cetera. I should know better, right? But that niggling piece of guilt of the situation that I couldn't entirely control, I felt that I could just bite the bullet, bite down on my mouthpiece and keep going. And I did for a few years until I crashed. I blew out my HPI practices. I was drinking too much caffeine and I did two things. I hooked myself up to a neurofeedback machine and um, that neurofeedback machine said I had the electrical activity of a seven-year-old man in my brain. Wow. And I did a spectra cell test to look at what nutrients I was deficient in. And it turned out I had a, uh, a massive magnesium deficiency, which was pretty remarkable considering I thought, I'm taking magnesium. Because I knew magnesium was a key element. So anyways, long story short, Matt and I decided, well, let's address this magnesium. I said, well, which mag maybe this magnesium I'm taking isn't working. Let's get all the magnesiums that we can and start testing them. And going back to orthomolecular nutrition, I'm going to tie this back to that. I knew that if I was able to saturate my body for a period of time, that I could uh, quickly eradicate my deficiency and just go to a maintenance dose. That's what Linus Pauling did. They would, to detoxify people, if they had high levels of toxins inside their body, they would just increase the vitamin C dosage until you got the runs. You got the runs, they titrate down a gram or two. You stay at that level. You go till you get the runs again, and then you titrate down. When you get the runs, it means you're, you're breaking the GI barrier. Your body can't absorb any more of that nutrient. So that's exactly what we did with magnesium. Only we tried different magnesiums, and it turned out that different magnesiums had different tolerances of how much I could take. I also went through all the research, and we found that, oh, wow. Uh, magnesium is amazing for stress response, amazing for nervous re regulation. It can help with blood sugar. It's involved in over 300 different uh, enzymatic processes inside the body. Uh, it, it advances the efficacy of your microbiome. They do well. Like There's just this massive array of things that we didn't imagine happening with this magnesium or how impactful this deficiency could be, largely part because of our food supply. No matter how well you were eating, you couldn't get enough. So um, we tested every magnesium there was available, and we uh, we had a few trips to the bathroom. I will tell you that uh, when we broke the GI barrier and we went through uh, high dosages, and eventually we came up with seven different types of magnesium, and we moved them in precise levels, worked with our labs, and then we we produced a product that we liked. We said, okay, this works for us. We can feel the difference. We could see our HRV scores, our sleep scores are better. I started to de-stress. I recognized that I had to let go of one of those businesses that were causing problems for me. And I changed my lifestyle because I could make better decisions. I wasn't operating out of this stressed out guilt response anymore. I was able to bring my body back to a calm, collected state. I will say another thing. I did uh, consult with a neurofeedback expert, uh, Dr. Drew Pearson, who had worked on our neurofeedback. He's also a master of Chinese medicine. He created a product. Uh, we just actually did our first webinar on it last night, which is called Stress Guardian. And it's a combination of a variety of herbs that he used to help quickly get my body back in, 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 in state. And then as I was upping my magnesium levels and changing my lifestyle, and literally I got my body back in about three months, I got my brain back. I started making much better decisions. My brain activity lit up. I became calm, cool, and collected. And uh, I didn't require all the caffeine stimulation. And keep in mind, I had the diet right. I had the exercise right. But this, you know, the, the part and I knew what to do, but I, I, I was operating, trying to exceed my capacity as an individual to alleviate a situation that was very difficult. And so I can really empathize with our parents. And so we did magnesium breakthrough and we didn't really, we didn't make it like all of our products. We didn't make it to sell it. We make it, we made it to solve a particular problem that we couldn't solve in the marketplace. And then afterwards we're like, I don't know, let's see if we can sell it. Maybe somebody else would like it. 
And that became a runaway bestseller. Um, and it's all over the world. And we've got virtually all the who's who on the planet are using magnesium breakthrough because it's superior to every magnesium product. You don't need as much as other magnesiums. It's it's much more robust in its ability to address a variety of different uh, deficiency states in different parts of the body. And the reason there's different magnesiums, we believe that different types of magnesium are uptaken by different parts of the body. That's the main reason. And some magnesiums will draw water into the intestine. Some will go to, into the blood. Some will go into the brain barrier. So without getting into all the hairy details, um, we combined this, the seven best researched magnesiums there were, put them all in a formula, precise formulas. We added some key elements to help the absorbability of that, the delivery of that, so you could utilize it. We didn't put any of the weird chemical fillers and stuff. Nobody had done that because when you're manufacturing, it becomes problematic. They couldn't have the right nozzles. We didn't use the flow regulators that other people do with the junky stuff that's bad for you. And so we had to overcome the manufacturing uh, challenges around that till we came to that product, but it outperforms and that's why it's been so successful. And what does it do? Helps you relax, helps you reduce that adrenaline cortisol response, makes you feel much better and you make better decisions from that. Um, and of course, we have millions of people now that are attesting to that. We've sold millions of bottles of it. And it's 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 exciting when I see those testimonials. Yeah, no, it, it truly is unique. And I think just for a lot of people listening, I mean, I think everyone will will understand that magnesium is important, right? People have heard that before. But just the fact that there's various forms is probably news to a lot of people, which is why what you have there is a very unique uh, product that, you know, again, with parents are wondering, okay, well, how does this fit in? You touched on it, but just focusing on the parent, what parent wouldn't want like less stress, a better mood, improved sleep and better digestion, right? These are all things that universally parents would, would say, yes, I want more of that. And then if you look at a, a child, whether they're on the spectrum or not, you know, all those things apply. Plus, if there's issues with hyperactivity or just kind of a fight or flight, you know, type behaviors, this is one thing, again, not the magic pill, but this is one thing that can absolutely help just create more calm and a sense of ease and presence. And again, I think everyone listening would want that for themselves and everyone in their family. Yeah, absolutely. And I know it seems to be a lot uh, thrown at the table right at once. Um, and that's why we created the book. We have a course coming out to support that as well called The Ultimate Nutrition Course, an audio book that goes with it, uh, an app to help you track some of these things to make it very easy for people. We're really excited about this process because what happens, I think, especially when you have such little time as a parent, um, you know, with, with a child that has the kind of needs that autistic children tend to have then you don't have a lot of time and you go online or you listen to your friends or other parents and you end up becoming more confused because you see all these conflicting information. And the reason it appears conflicting is because you're not uh, tuned into genetic variants and microbiome variants and the way you absorb and utilize key elements to your body. And so once you understand that, then all of a sudden it's like you've just put on the, the clarity lens um, and when you have that, you can now make better decisions. And so to, to rewind so that we get everything in order here, number one, you want to address your unique nutritional needs. And you need to think of yourself as a high performance athlete because you are, you really are, you have, it's the same single minded focus that a high performance athlete has to go through or a special operator to take care of your kid. And so by recognizing it and giving yourself the license to say and, and owning the stuff that I am a high performer and it's not good enough for me to sacrifice myself by destroying my health. It's the opposite. I've got to pay extra attention to my health so I can meet those needs. You'll feel better about yourself. You'll manage some of the, the unconscious guilt or psychological challenges that can emerge. And number two, you'll be able to make better decisions when you're supplying your body with all the nutrition and keeping your blood sugar stable. Those are the key elements. And that requires planning and it requires a map in order to do that. And it's worth the investment. It's going to suck at first. You're going to have to make some adjustments, but give yourself, you know, 30, 60, 90 days, you'll get the hang of it. 
And if you have the good fortune of being with a spouse to do that, you can both work and understand how each person works, what they need to be supported. How are you going to parent those children in this situation while take, taking taking care of yourself and the relationship? And that's ultimately what we're here to do. We're here to help people support their long-term health. And we have three three parts on our, our bio-optimization triangle. We have aesthetics, performance, and health. And some people get involved in aesthetics and some people get involved with health or some people get involved in performance. But for you as the individual uh, with autistic children, you're on the performance side of this spectrum. You are under an extreme demand to perform at your best level. And it's accepted in the sporting world that I'm going to sacrifice some of my health in order to perform at the highest level. No one thinks that football is good for your health or UFC or figure skating for that matter. Like all athletic careers end pretty much in their mid thirties. You've peaked, you've done, it's over. There's very few 40 year olds that are performing like a 28 year old. Almost none. There are rare exceptions. Guys like Tom Brady are the exception. Why? Because Tom understood that he had to do all the things around his health, his vitality, to maintain his physical function. And that's what allowed him to extend, essentially building two Hall of Fame careers, one early in his career and a second one in the second half of his career when most people are retired. It's it's a remarkable story, but if you get into Tom's lifestyle, uh, that's how he was able to do it. And that's how you can do it as a parent to be that high performer, to own it and to use these elements to deliver on your health, your vitality, you're worth it. And your kids need you and your kids need you at your best. So it's time for you to be at your best and own it. That's fantastic. And again, I, Tom Brady is absolutely no accident. He designed that and that's the opportunity for anyone listening. So uh, no need to repeat a lot of the things, points that you touched on. I think they, they're spot on. And I think with people who are listening, uh, this will be released probably after your course and book come out. So we'll include that in the show notes. And uh, and yeah, the totality of this conversation really does come down to a parent. If you truly want to be the best parent you can be for your child, your self-care is not optional. Take this seriously. Get some information, get get some information about what's going on, you know, in your gut with your genetics, uh, nutrition. You know, you don't have to spend an incredible amount of money getting every test out there, but a few good tests will tell you what's going on. And then those lifestyle decisions that you can make to, you know, again, give you the support that you need to be your best. That's all within your control. And it doesn't, again, it may seem overwhelming and complicated, but I think, the way you articulated it, Wade, is pretty simple. And then the points that you made, uh, they're absolute truths. And we've gone deep on a lot of those in prior episodes. There's just so much a parent can do to take control. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it, it's a real honor to, to be on the podcast. And I want to commend everyone that's listening and taking the time and effort. And what's really interesting is when you are armed with the right information, the decision matrix becomes very clear. So what appeared to be confusing and baffling becomes crystal clear because it's like, oh, I'm low in magnesium. Oh, I'm more predisposed to uh, a high protein, moderate carbohydrate, high fiber diet than I am to a high fat, high protein diet. Uh, I have to maybe watch my caffeine intake. I maybe need to take a little bit more vitamin C and I got to supplement with a good probiotic to ensure my gut health. Well, all of those decisions become crystal clear with a few decisions. And then the best part comes once you start doing them and you start to see your body respond. You start to see the perfection that lies within the machinery and how your body converts these elements into tangible, physical, mental and emotional resilience and capacity. And then you're showing up for your kids much better. So it's worth the effort. And I would say it's essential to long-term success of 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 handling your kids and they're going to they're going to they'll pick up on it they'll see it they'll they'll know and feel that response with you and you'll be much more engaged um you'll be you'll feel a less stressed and 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 a, and a little bit appease some of the maybe guilt dynamics that can emerge from that and you'll go out there and crush it and be an example for other parents who are have the same challenges that you have 
And if we can help a few of those people, I'll be super grateful. Um, if they go to Bioptimize, I have a great course. It's free. I call it the awesome health course. Um, you just go on there. It's an online course. It's it, it comes to your phone. You can listen to it wherever you are at the park, at the, the doctors in, in your office, sitting in traffic, listening to it. And I go into all the elements that you can do. And the first three things, the first three things in that course are breathing, water, and exercise. Most people are looking to the diet stuff. You can deal with those. And I can, I literally crafted a routine that takes 15 minutes where you can address every single element that promotes health in 15 minutes at your, your first 15 minute routine. If you do this every single day, believe me, the ability to start integrating some of the more sophisticated aspects of my program are going to become just so much easier than that. And it doesn't cost you a ton of money or anything like that. It's most of those things you can do freely. It's just about implementing the daily habits and practice. And it's simple. It's easy. It's fun. You'll feel great. And you're going to show up the way that you want. Fantastic. Well, I'm definitely going to check it out after this. And we will include a link in the show notes. There's a discount code also, APS10, for those who looking at the uh, different products that you have. And again, for every person, it's going to be individualistic in terms of what might be going on for them. And uh, just again, I appreciate your guidance and for taking the time today to share your wisdom with our listeners. And uh, and again, just real thankful for what you're, you and your partner and your company are doing. I met many of the people who work uh, at Biooptimizers at the Biohacking Conference. You have a very passionate, energetic team. So, so uh, you know, wishing you great success. Thank you very much. And one final thing before I go is that every single product that we uh, sell at Bioptimizer comes with a 365-day money-back guarantee. If for any reason it didn't uh, improve your quality of life, improve your performance, improve your health, improve your vitality, if you don't feel that it's working, it's really easy. You call us, you text us, send a carrier pigeon, we give you all your money back. The reason we do that is because we recognize that you know the economics that you are directing towards any company uh, is 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 you know you're you're making those economic decisions in your household and putting your money into something you want to make sure especially if it's something that you've never done before like trying magnesium for example well guess what um i respect that and i would say if i can't deliver on the suggestions i'm saying if we don't do that then you should get your money back and redeploy that somewhere else where you can get the result that you want we have the number one customer service agent uh, agency in the industry. We have the lowest refund rate in the industry because when you pick up the phone, call us or email us, you talk to a real person, not a robot, not a machine, not an AI program. You talk to a real person that you can talk to that can listen to you and provide you the solutions that you need. And if anything goes wrong in the process, we will fix it. That's our commitment. That's why we've been around for 20 years. Fantastic. No, anything to make it easier for people to see for themselves, right? What yeah. kind of difference this could make. So, uh, so that's awesome. Again, Wade, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Want to discover your top autism parenting blind spot? Take our free quiz today. Go to allinparent.com slash go.